0: This episode is brought to you by Estek Insurance. Estek Insurance provide friendly, expert advice on a wide range of insurance services for businesses, startups, and everyone in between. With specialisms in science and technology, Estek work with you to create a tailored insurance package, making sure you're protected against whatever might come next. Plus, Estek offer a 10% discount to all Bradfield Centre members. So visit stech.co.uk or call 01223 44546
1: Welcome to Inside the Bradfield Centre. I'm James Parton, the Managing Director of the Bradfield Centre.
2: And I'm Adelina Chalmers. I'm also known as the Geek Whisperer because I bridge the gap between engineering and non-technical departments. In this episode, we have Faye Holland, the founder of Cofinity.
1: So this episode is a little bit different to the usual ones. We're going to do a special on 21 to Watch, which is the uh, fantastic competition that runs across the region to find the breakthrough companies, people and things in the innovation space. Uh, And we're going to learn all about the history, we're going to learn about previous winners and how to get involved in 2021. I
2: think you'll discover something surprising about previous winners on this episode.
1: So Faye, welcome back to the show you're our first guest ever to come back for a second episode so congratulations Wow impressive <laughs> so this episode is all about twenty one to watch um so why don't we start off with kind of the origin of the idea how did how did this all come to pass and tell us the history
3: right okay so it came to pass because I find I'm never busy enough so let's come up with a- another idea um Realistically, what happened, I I started CoFinitive, and we were working with lots of very inspirational people, lots of tech startups across a whole load of industries. And they're all saying, hey, you know, what what can we do to raise our profile? So I, I looked at what was out there. I looked at all the different awards and programs and they're all great and they're all brilliant at raising profile, but they don't necessarily address the emerging companies um so we thought hey let's let's give it a go so we created this program there's a whole story behind the number 21 to watch which i can bore you with if you like um but it's about okay so fine fine um 21's a little bit of a random number Because top 10 and top five, I don't think are going to reflect the amount of innovation that goes on. So I also had this thought that you have people that are really inspiring. Um, doing their own work they you know they may or may not work for companies but the, the people are really important as well you have the companies that are doing great things and then you also have what the companies are creating the things so I then go okay find a number that has three categories in seven 21, there you go, that'll do. So hence, 21 to Watch was formed. Um, And it's really just to also take a little bit of ownership. Remember, it's a commerce company that I run. So we want to be able to do something that we know we can also own, Um, which is why 21 to Watch is synonymous with cofinitive. So that's where the 21 comes from. And it's 21, seven of each of those? Yeah, so it's seven people, seven companies and seven things. So tell
2: us a bit about how do you go about getting something like this off the ground and establishing it? Because I
3: I was one of the winners in the first episode, (laughs) first year you launched it. The simple answer is it's our job. So we run events, we raise people's profiles. So for us, it was kind of bread and butter. Let's let's just run a, an entire campaign around supporting innovation across the region. So one of the things we wanted to make sure we did was create something that's a little bit different. I think we've all probably gone and sat at awards dinners and they're great if you, if you want to spend the whole afternoon or the whole evening doing them. But we wanted to reflect something that was a little bit more punchy and short and, and fast paced like the entrepreneurial space. So we just created a ongoing program. So I always say that we've built a beast, um, this thing now just runs. It's literally got a life of its own. So, people can, can can submit themselves. We have people that are nominated by their funders, by their mentors, by their board. People can self-nominate. So, it's completely inclusive. We literally let people nominate themselves. Um we then go through a process of qualification and, and we've obviously got a lot better at this in the three years that we've been running it. The first year we kind of went, yeah, come on, we'll have everyone. And I think we ended up, I think it was 524 people on the list. Um, and then we realised we actually had to go through them and sort them and then get judges to judge them. And that was a little bit brutal. Um, so now we we qualify all of the entrants a little bit more.
1: So, that prompted prompts a couple of follow-up questions. So, you touched on across the region. So, I'm curious just to get a little bit deeper on the kind of criteria for, for someone to apply. Are we covering the whole of uh, the East of England with the, with the uh, competition? Is that right?
3: Yeah, it is. So, you will always get the majority of entries are going to come from Cambridge. Um, because that is really the hub of innovation. However, we all know that not all companies reside in Cambridge. You know, they might just be tagged to it or they might may, might not be able to locate their business in the heart of Cambridge. So going back to the whole, the whole point of inclusivity, we wanted to make sure we reflected companies across the entirety of the East of England. So for us, it's really important we work with people like Cambridge Norwich Tech Corridor, Tech East, Tech Nation, um, those types of, of, of groups that can help us showcase the entire region.
1: Absolutely, and I know. Obviously, you know we know each other well. I know diversity is something you take really seriously. So, and especially as the competition is focused on, you know, uncovering, you know, the kind of the earlier, uh, the talent earlier in their kind of development, if you like, versus some of the other awards around the region. So, you know, how do you, how do you kind of work towards that kind of the diversity of applications and making sure you're shining the spotlight on people that maybe get overlooked by other competitions.
3: Yeah. So, um, I think awareness out there is quite high of it now. Um, Again, some of our partners will help us to make sure, for example, we're getting women entrepreneurs submitting uh, for them. So, that level of, of diversity. We also do a lot of research. So it, it's our job. We know what's going on in the marketplace. So if we see someone, so for example, there was a, a, a lady called Jenny Tillotson who runs an, a company called Ecent, and she's absolutely incredible in what she's creating now, still quite early on. But we would then encourage people like Jenny or her mentors to submit for um, 21 to Watch. So there's, there's a little bit of hand-to-hand combat as well. Um, we we do encourage and in instances we will submit people. Um, that kind of sounds a little bit like we might be biasing it and that's why we have independent judges. So ultimately we want to showcase as many companies as we can and then let the independent judges work out who's going to be the ultimate top 21. So who's on the judging panel then? So we change the judging panel each year um, because I think it gives, again, it's a little bit of extra diversity and we try and get people from different um, backgrounds. So this year, it's always four judges. Um, this year, we had You who runs the Impulse programme um, at the Maxwell Centre. Uh, we have Simon Thorpe, who is um, one of our Cambridge Angels and runs Delta 2020, Jason Mellard, who's start Codon and an entrepreneur in his own right. So it's really important for me that we also have people that have walked in the boots that are are doing the judging as well. And then the final one this year is Taya Goodluck from Tech Nation. Man, they have had such a job this year. I I always think it's hard, but I think this year has been so hard.
2: And can you tell us a bit about the previous winners?
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's what you say, Natalina? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> you, you can tell us how it was for you. How about that? So, the, do you know what? There are so many of them, and my my one point to start off with would be: each year we we announce the top twenty-one, um, but there are hundreds more. So, actually, the ones that are on the on the long list are potential top 21s in future years. So I I would kind of urge people to look up at all of them, not just the top 21, because there are some real hidden gems in there. But yes, of course, we've got Adelina. Um, We also had a a range of of other people, companies and things. So a couple of standout ones, um, Serena um, Belushi, who was from Mogrify. So she works, she's a, a scientist at, But she also uses her skills and ability to look at off-grid water um, solutions in the developing world. So she was one of our people um, from, from last year. Who else? We have Merzler was one of our, our winners in the first year who have a liquid biopsy and they have appeared on the list again this year because they've got more funding and they're doing more, more development work. We have companies that are looking at quantum computing like New Quantum, Riverlane, who who've just secured another 15 million worth of funding. Uh, I mean, literally, I could go on and on of all the different companies that are in there. Some of them you'll know about some of them you won't know about but that's the whole point of of the campaign to raise their awareness
1: yeah and and for the people that maybe have never thought about entering themselves into a competition or maybe you know the benefits of that aren't immediately obvious how how would you describe you know the kind of the, the, the the benefit of winning previous competitions and you know what it can do for your individual career or your profile of your company you know but why why would you say people should apply
3: yeah so i think it's about raising profiles so so the objective of the campaign is really to give these businesses a platform so in the event we curate an audience and that audience are the funders, the, the people that are going to help these companies progress maybe people that will be their next CEO, you know, so so there's the whole branding um, opportunity and expanding the audience that a lot of these startups just don't yet have um, but, you know, some of our winners, they come back to us and they, they give us the feedback which is, is really for me what it's all about. Um, so TechSpert, who were one of our winners last year, um, they, they contact us to say that actually being recognized with the brightest and best that Cambridge has to offer was a really valuable piece for advocating their brand. Um, Shiraz um, from Corrosion Radar who won in the same year as as Adelina. Do you like Adelina? I keep dropping this in. Um, I like it. (laughs) She um, also said about raising visibility and credibility Um, when they were expanding into a global marketplace and they were going raising funding and so having that recognition for funding did really help them as well. I guess there was um, Cornelius Palm who's from Happier Health. They're on the long list this year. He sent us a message going oh my goodness I've not connected with, with many people before and you know we've put this LinkedIn post out and the Coverage that they've had from the one post that they put out about twenty one to watch at the start was the most interaction that they've ever had, uh, and that you know that kind of feedback—that's what it's all about.
2: Yeah, I have to say, I I agree. I um, very proudly send—I don't know if you've seen all the all the views that you you have on the YouTube video of me um, accepting the award. Um, gosh, two years ago now, they're all people uh, to whom. I've sent the link as part of my bidding for some work or part of my resume or something. So yeah, it's really nice to have for me personally, because you asked, you know, what was it like for you as a winner? For me, it was nice to have, um, um, a little award on my desk. I look at when I feel really miserable and also this video of me kind of making the audience laugh, um, It was really, uh, really great, and uh, I send that to everybody. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's brilliant.
3: Yeah, no, thanks, Adelina. And it is, it's about... The network, you know, what we, we must not ever underestimate. And this is where the Bradfield Centre, as one of our partners, comes in really well, because it's about that network that we manage to foster and we we, we do that together. So 21 to Watch is, is just another vehicle for bringing the right people together and, and, and supporting each other, whether you're professional services, a, an entrepreneur, an investor, it's about, it's about that support we can give each other.
0: Just to pause the conversation a second and tell you a little bit more about the changes we're making at the Bradfield Centre, we now offer a whole range of new flexible membership packages which support home workers, hybrid home working blended with access to high quality office space and meeting room hire by the hour. Starting from as little as £45 per month, visit bradfieldcentre.com for more information or call zero one double two three nine one nine six hundred. 919 600.
1: So where are we in this year's process, you know, um, what, what the dates, what, where, where can people kind of find out and get involved and learn more?
3: Yeah, so we, there's a hashtag, so it's a very easy one to remember, 21 to watch. Um, so it, people can go on this, the social media channel of their choice and find out information on it and interact as much as they they choose. The event this year is going to be virtual again. So if you remember last year, James, we had the very fraught conversations.
1: I do remember that hug in the atrium.
3: Oh, 36 (laughs) hours before we were supposed to be running the event, um, our host closed their venue down. And so that was the end of the live event. So we were basically one of the first to shut down and we were one of the first to come back on and, and we do you know what we're so lucky because our sponsors and our, our, our partners they all totally believed in us and we just carried on and for me innovation no, no global pandemic has stopped 21 to watch so we're carrying on regardless so it's going to be virtual again it's going to be a short punchy event it's on the 4th of march at 11 o'clock and we will be done by 11:45. it's very very fast paced and we've got a couple of new things this year Um, because we like to keep changing things up. So the first one is, uh, and this is about the network again, I just pinged Jamie Urquhart a message and went, will you come and do five minutes on what an entrepreneur looks like? And he's like, yeah, of course I will. So Jamie's going to come and give an address. And we're also, because it's a top 21 of 2021, I wanted to do something a little bit different. So the audience are also going to vote on who is the number one of the day. So that's going to happen this year as a as a once in a year you know once once in a lifetime opportunity. So that's it basically. Follow the hashtag. It's on Eventbrite. People will be sent a link. They do have to register um, for it. You can't. It, last year we broadcasted it live on YouTube. This year it's an actual event registration.
1: Fantastic. Well, I'm already signed up, so I'm looking forward to to watching and voting in the Hunger Games for the winner.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. It's re- do you know what? It's re- it's really tough though because it's hard getting to twenty one, and then to get to number one is really brutal. But it's a, for me, it's about the network also participating and being part of it. Um, so let's give it a go and and see what happens.
1: Absolutely. And love, love, love the way you've adapted to the challenges and are just innovating your way around them. It's good, great to see.
2: And have you been introduced to lots of new companies as part of running the Cofinity Twenty One to Watch?
3: Yeah, loads, Adelina. Uh, I mean, literally. So, so what did we end up with? Two hundred and fifty um, companies on the list this year, of which there was probably overlap of, you know, maybe 60% of people that we already knew. But I know in the shortlist this year, there are some really exciting companies that weren't on anyone's radar um, really last year. And and so it's that's what it's about. It's about keep filling that funnel of innovation and and keep it you know for me the really exciting thing is is where the different sectors all start to merge together and technology starts to feed one industry to another industry and i think we're going to start to see a lot more of that coming as well absolutely fantastic
2: Thank you so much, Faye. We really had a very energising chat, that's for sure. <laughs>
3: so, do I get to come back? Do I get to come back a third time?
1: You can maybe go for a hat trick. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, we'll have to look into that. Yeah, definitely. Well, you should definitely come back and talk about the winners. Let's do that.
3: Yeah, maybe maybe bring some of the winners with me as well and let them do the talking.
1: So, I think you would certainly encourage you. If you're listening, sign up. Watch the awards ceremony. It's going to be a lot of fun, punchy and quick. And I just love the way that Faye's kind of innovated through the problems of COVID and the disruption. And also just the kind of fresh approach that she takes with this. You know, it's inclusive, it's diverse, it really spotlights the early talent, uh, which is great to see.
2: I can definitely endorse that, um, being one of the winners in the first round of the top 21 to watch uh, organised by Faye um, it really was very diverse and um, it makes you feel really special and I think it does give your, your brand a leg up so do apply and do attend the event I think it's going to be great
1: Thanks once again for Faye for coming onto the show and also a big thank you to Carl Homer of Cambridge TV for producing it To listen to previous episodes, search for Inside the Bradfield Centre on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. If you get a chance, please give us a five-star review. It'll really help other people discover the show, and you can also listen by visiting BradfieldCentre.com.